Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This week, I'm sharing sort of part two, a continuation of what I shared last week in the podcast. And if you listen to the last episode, what I did was I shared a private channeling session that I did for me and two of my friends. And with the questions that we asked, really interesting information came through. Last week, I shared about astrological significance and how we dance with the planets and how our energy all merges together. And this week, the question that was asked really brought through a lot of interesting information around soulmates, karmic soulmates, and the different relationships that we can have with people in our world. And how all of those lines start to dissipate as we ascend further and begin to open up all of our channels. So the question specifically that was asked that started off this whole stream of consciousness was, can I enter a new relationship with an old partner? Again, this is a private channeling session, so there are some Uh, personal moments in there. There's some giggly moments in there, but I really feel that the information is relevant for everyone. So I hope you enjoy. Here's the cool thing about stepping into a new dimension with an old person. It's entirely possible, but the reason that it's more and more and more difficult is because of the memories and the it's not just mental memories it's actually the the way that the two of you your fields connect at this point you sort of need to rewire the connections within that field and then you'll see each other very differently now this can happen if there's been a strong vibrational shift within one or both of you and you come back together And you're capable of holding that vibrational shift while still connecting with an old person. But what tends to happen is the memories come up, the memories of this, the way it's, it's not memories of the memories become this static way of viewing this old person, right? So we meet someone, we connect with them. And then all of a sudden we start building these what we could call like neural connections, but it also exists within our energy field, right? So it sort of wires into the same connections and then the same problems arise. And this is why when we get around family and we're like, I've changed. And then we get around family and we go right back to our old selves because there's deeply embedded uh, connective uh, energetic structures that have been created and sort of like um, you have to, be strong in the new uh, energetic frequency that you are in order to connect in a different way with an old person. 
Uh, and it depends on, you know, how strong that karmic link is, right? So if you're with someone who's very karmic for you, and it tends to explode very quickly when you come into connection with them. The reason for that is that they are stubborn in the frequency that they hold. And you're going to have to be even more powerful in your new frequency to not get roped into that. That's This is why people think they're being tested. Uh, it's never a test. It's just sort of like, oh, that's a that's a strong memory of an old connection and we can go back into it because the familiar feels good, even if it's not good for us. But, um, you know, it's, it's really just, we tend to lose interest in people when we deeply change because the thing that interests us are those old patterns and connections, even if we're not conscious of it. And those old patterns and connections, uh, can be beneficial right? If it's with someone who's not deeply karmic for us, but they can be devastating if it's with someone who is karmic for us, we can get just really easily sucked right back into it. And it's not necessary that we reconnect with these old people. If it feels like we're walking on a tightrope in order to not be our old selves with them. So it's really how strong is that pull to be your old self? That's really the question. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I definitely feel there is somewhat of a pull in the sense of like my instant reactions, but I'm finding that those reactions are much smaller and I'm able to just like step into reflection much Mm. than I ever was before. Yes. And in that case, you know, you can continue to play with it. Um, Notice this. This is where we can all benefit. If you come into connection with an old person and you are having a hard time maintaining who you are now, uh, it's not even maintaining. If you're having a hard time being present, it's because you're being pulled into those old connections. And um, it's not necessary to continuously ask ourselves, am I over this by exposing ourselves to old things? Mm -hmm. Uh, However, if you find with this old person that it's easy to create new formations and new connections, then that's a sign that they're not a karmic soulmate, that they're a soulmate soulmate, because you can be your new self continuously. That's what we all want. So if you can reconnect with an old person and be a new person, that's really what we're all looking for. We want a soulmate mm. that we continuously grow and change with and be our new selves with. And so if you've come back into connection with an old person and you're finding it easy to make these new connections and you both continue to go, whoa, there's a new layer for us. It's because your, your human blueprints are compatible on so many different layers and so many different connections that it's easy to create new connections. It's easy to create new love. It's easy to be your present self with them. You don't feel this constant tug towards your worst self or your past self. You actually feel, ah, I'm a new me and here we go. Continue learning. Here's a new layer, right? That's what we're all calling in as someone that we can always grow with. 
And so those new connections are very available with a high level soulmate, but they're not available with a karmic soulmate. And the only reason that they're not available with a karmic soulmate is because those people who have agreed to hold that karmic space with us, they tend to be uh, unconscious at a level where they don't want to create new connections. They only want to pull on your energy. And this is unconscious. It's unconscious. But that want comes from their own personal ability to be in their sovereignty and truth. Just keep looking for the soulmates, multiple, many, uh, who, you know, some are meant to be in a friendship capacity, right? You two, cosmic soulmates who are meant to be in a friendship capacity. And continuously, I can be who I am and learn and grow, right? But there are other people who are meant to be in a romantic capacity. And they have that added component of there's the attraction. And the attraction itself can also continuously grow. And it will. With these beautiful cosmic soulmates, there are so many different avenues of connection that it's... uh, that the learning and growth never needs to stop in order for you to continue to be fully in your own frequency, fully who you are. And that person will continue to dance with you because it's almost inevitable in that their frequency when they're learning and growing matches your frequency when you're learning and growing. There's so many options. There's so many avenues of connection that it's almost as if, well, it's just inevitable, right? And similarly, karmic soulmates, it is inevitable that you will continue to hit that stop, that dead end, because you will not be able to run your own frequency and continue to learn and grow with these people. There will be constant dead ends, constant frustrations. It will keep happening that way. Now, the truth is that everyone on the planet can be a soulmate when you have all of your channels open. But you will still only choose to be around people who have all of their channels open as well, because they'll be the most fun to play with. You won't choose to be around people who tend to hold that karmic energy because you'll be like, well, there's only one or two games that we can play. And I've got all my channels open and I want to play on this bigger level. And that's why as we evolve and we move into these higher frequencies, there are more opportunities for us to fall in love with literally everyone. And each of us does have very specific people who we have agreed to dance with on a romantic level. Mm. And we'll know them. We already do. And the best way to discover who our soulmates are is to always continuously learn and grow and see how compatible we continue to be with each other. That's the sign of a soulmate. You learn and grow, the compatibility continues. That's Mm. the sign of a soulmate. You play, you open up all your channels, and you continue to play with them, and they continue to open up their channels. And it's, it's reciprocal, right? This, this answers the question, am I doing all of the work? And Helia, you brought this through in channeling uh, yesterday or the day before, and, and I, I'm seeing it now. It's not that we're doing all the work. It's that everything that each of us does on an individual level affects everyone around us. 
If I open up my channels, anyone who chooses to dance in my field will have the opportunity of those channels being open as well. It's always an invitation, but the people who flow with our frequency the easiest will, we are unlocking those essentially for them. We're sort of, you know, they can say no to it. Like, no, I don't want to open that channel, but it's so easy when we don't pay attention to them and we just pay attention to opening up our own channels and they find their channels are suddenly unlocked and then we're dancing together again, you know, and that is part of our life purpose to have consciousness around certain things and unlock those channels. It's not that these people are being mean or even stubborn or, you know, not working hard enough. It's not that. It's that their consciousness is not brought to opening these channels because that's not part of their purpose. It's part of our purpose. We have that consciousness that this is the work that we want to do. It's a desire to do this work because it's part of our purpose. If they can't see it, it's just going to act upon them. And it's, you know, it's an invitation. They get to decide to come into or out of our field. And when the less we pay attention to what they're choosing to do, the more that it's an invitation for them to come in and just have it naturally be unlocked and they can play with us. And we don't need to be resentful for it because the three of us have consciousness within certain fields because it's our purpose, not because we're the only ones doing the work. Mm, that's good. They're doing other work. We get to benefit from it, right? It's the grounded work for me, you know, with the people that are meant to dance in my field. I'm not meant to hold that. Now I get it. That's not meant to be my work. I don't know how to do it. I don't have a deep desire to do it. <laughs> I just sort of have the desire to have it done. Cool. So I partner with people who already do that because it is their desire. Are there more questions? My brain says, what is love? (laughs) (laughs) Something to bring more consciousness to is to place into your desire when you're putting the call out that you wish to draw in someone who also wants to have a life partner and wants to be in love right now. Right. Um, Mm. And what that does is it doesn't filter out certain people. It just, it just unlocks the frequency connection within your field that then can unlock it, unlock it within that other person as well. Okay. Right. Remember, we're the ones with the consciousness around certain things. And so we're doing the work around those certain things. It's not that we're carrying the other person. It's that by saying this is what we want within our own frequency, we give the opportunity for that to be unlocked, even unconsciously within those around us. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is where manifestation comes in. You know, this is where we just write that list because then it unlocks it with those around us. And and it's the worthiness. It's the worthiness part. 
when we write the list, if there's part of us that says, like, I don't know if that's possible, that's an area where we work on our worthiness. Mm 